0: Hola, 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 Welcome back. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, guys. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to Behind the Bean. Episode 7, seven eleven. Lee, are you there? I am here. Can you believe it, Pedro?
1: We're at number 7. And I think we're going to have some exciting stuff pretty soon. Looking forward to number 10, right? So if our audience stays with us, keeps checking us out, number 10, I think we're going to have a special prize for everybody. But today, number 7.
0: Oh, surprise. I like surprises. Yeah, seven, okay. big big seven, guys. Big seven. Yeah, go ahead, Lee. Oh, lucky seven, all right?
1: Oh, yeah, this lucky seven.
0: Lucky number seven. Exactamente. Hey, guys, welcome back to Behind the Bean episode seven. Guys, check us out. Check us out in Behind the Bean at Facebook or Behind the Bean Media in Instagram. Go ahead and check us out in any of your favorite podcasts. Depends what, what podcast you have. Go ahead and check us out. Review, follow us, uh, like us, wherever you're at. Go ahead and do that. We'll appreciate it. And yes, Lee, 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 Lee. Ready, ready to rock and roll? I am ready. But before we get started, I have
1: an important question for you, Pedro. What is it? Well, I'm listening to you and something sounds different. I think you're trying to pull a quick one on us. Did you
0: Are you somewhere different today? I'm in my mom's house. <laughs> no <laughs> no yes guys I switched out the office today i'm actually uh, at the beach if i throw myself right now i I, un- I end up in the water so yeah i switched out the office you might hear a little there's like for example right now they whoa that was pretty close there's a, a one of the uh like a bus a bus just came i think that was a number two the bus number two took you to the <laughs> mall <No. laughs> yeah so uh the buses, there's a lot of cars, a lot of traffic on my left side. On my right side, there's a there's a very, very nice view. Actually, what I'm going to do after we finish this uh, podcast, I'm gonna go ahead and shoot a quick a quick uh, photos. And then I'm going to go ahead and show you a little bit about Manzanillo. Manzanillo is a little small little town, but it has a really, really a lot of beautiful places to, to go ahead and check out.
1: And Pedro, you're making me miss Manzanillo. Boy, it's been a while. We haven't been there since last year. I guess, what was it? um may of last year i think and so have haven't seen the beach since then pedro can you believe that i have not seen the beach since may and after being living near it for almost 10 years i'm missing it so i'm jealous right now
0: (laughs) i'll try to say a little bit of the beach in uh on dhl or something or all right all
1: right you do (laughs) that
0: and then when we're done
1: you you got to do one thing for me since you said you were so close to the beach I want you to actually throw yourself in to the beach.
0: What? I don't have a bikini. <laughs>
1: yeah. And I want to see it on video.
0: I don't know. I'll, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. My 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 cell phone is not waterproof, so I'm gonna have to get somebody to record that. Or maybe maybe just my feet get wet. Just I, it's been a long time and I haven't got my feet wet. But with all this you know thing going on, I don't know if I'm gonna be able. Yes, I am. Just trying to make an excuse. Uh, so. <laughs> So guys, yes, I switched up the office, try to make it nice. That's that's what I like about the podcast. Uh, uh, you could just be anywhere around the world, anywhere you want, any free space, and go ahead and do what you like. Cause this is something. It's a habit that's becoming uh, something that you just like. You know, it's an hour, an hour and a half. You know, of your of your of your whole of your whole week. Of your, you know, and I just like it. Yeah, it's good. And you know what I'm gonna
1: do, Pedro. So you're going to send us a picture where you are at. I'll take a little selfie where I'm at and uh, show you a picture where I'm at right now. I'm not quite as fun of a place as you are. I'm not next to the beach, but I am next to a very fun toy. I'm getting jealous. Please, por favor. All
0: right. <laughs> you got to look for the picture. I'll I'll post it when we're done as well. All right, guys, check us out in uh, Facebook, Behind the Bean, or in Instagram, Behind the Bean media, check us out. We're going to go ahead and post that. New offices for today. So guys, let's go ahead and do this. Episode seven, seven, lucky, lucky, lucky seven. So how to grow, let me see if I say it right, how to grow your name brand and your name brand on a low budget. That's going to be the title of today. That's going to be the topic. today. So
1: I think the official title, we're going to put it building a brand on a budget, right? Because we're trying to build our brands right now. And, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know about you. I don't have a bunch of money to go do a bunch of marketing, but we still got to build that brand, right? So how do you go do it? And you can still do it. You don't have to have a bunch of money. You can still build a brand and really do it
0: on the budget and talk about today, right? Exactamente. exactamente. For first of all, you got know, to know your brand. It's very important because uh, sometimes people just... Uh, like I'm, I'm, I'm not even gonna say no names. I heard the last episode, the last, uh, the sixth episode. I saw that Daniel blurbed the the name, so that was pretty cool. So I, <laughs> I can just be free and say whatever I want, and Daniel got my back. What's up, Daniel? <laughs> so uh, yeah, so basically, you gotta know your brand. You can't just you know open, you know, open a I don't know like a, uh, elote. I don't know how you say elote. Corn. Corn. Yeah. yeah. They just open a corn spot you know uh right here in my, in mexico corn you know you put a little cream on it a little mayonnaise little uh and little you, Huh? and pedro for the people listening from here you know the, the i'll give you the
1: translation right corn the lot spots over there so here they there's some place i think it's kind of funny they call it loaded corn loaded corn yeah yeah, loaded okay. corn has it. So, so anyways, uh, yeah, the latte in the cups, or maybe even on a cob, right? But tell me a little bit about your spots
0: there. Make us hungry. Ah, you know we have a little bit of tacos and nah. So I don't want, <laughs> I don't want to talk about. I haven't ate, I haven't ate the fajitas that are waiting in my house. So, but what I'm saying is, there's a lot of little spots they open every day, and I'm pretty sure there's a lot of spots they open at where you where you're at right now. But they just open. They they and then usually they put uh, Pedro's corn loaded you know or something like that like the name or something or like uh La or you know a little princess or whatever just you know names that i mean they're good but know your brand i mean for example there, there's this guy i you know he opened like a uh, um like pork uh, i don't know how you say it, the carnitas yeah well carnitas that's
1: what they're called here too so they'll know what carnitas are
0: really what, man it's crazy yeah it's getting crazy here (laughs) so (laughs) carnitas uh so uh they open carnitas right and they had a good name and they uh, they this is the third time they open it's called go ahead and say it i'm pretty sure they're gonna know who they are if they translate it but it's it's called la cruz the 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 cross right because that's where they're from or that's where they're living at you know it's called la cruz the uh the wherever the place they're living so i'm like you know that's good that's good but what does it stand for? Like really, what does it really stand for? And what do you want people to uh, look at your brand and, you know, look at it and what does this really stand for? And they were like, I don't know. This is where I live. I'm like, okay, cool. But you know, go ahead and uh, uh you got to know your brand. So there's a lot of little places like that here in Manzanillo. And then that I think they, if they switched it up, I'm pretty sure they're going to, they're going to have a different impact as they, as they, yeah. what they do.
1: Well, and in, in, in the market is real competitive right now. There's a bunch of places. I know when we opened up our coffee shop there in Manzanillo, I think at that point in time, there was Starbucks was there. And we'll see if Daniel wants to bleep it out. What now. you fine. said? Starbucks. Uh, <laughs> exactly. we're, we're, we're Daniel's mercy because anything he doesn't like, he just bleeps out, right? So we have to be nice to Daniel. I'm trying and, to and um, for hours. Yeah. So anyways, uh, there was a Starbucks there, and then there was another... Uh, it was a little bitty uh, coffee shop that wasn't was too far away and they they had books there and so forth and then they had some coffee and those were pretty, And you know, it's been there a long time, but there were sort of like the, the three coffee places in the whole city, they were open and yeah, there were hundred and I don't know, over a hundred thousand people already at that point or close to it, right? And Montenegro is now about, I don't know, 175, 200,000, it's growing a lot, but When we were there that was it there wasn't really much more coffee and i remember within a couple of years of when we opened there was probably i don't know six seven eight more places It seemed like everybody wanted to open up a coffee shop and and the interesting thing was is they you know everybody just thought it was it was the cool idea to do and start opening all over the place and the question is is you, you know what makes you different what what's what's your brand about what are you about you know what makes you different what do people know want you want you to what do you want them to know you for and so that happens and then you you've seen it there brother with taco stands how many taco stands are there in in manzanillo and um you know here there's pizza places there are burger places and everything else and so you have a lot of competition so the question is is it what's your brand about does, does the public does the do customers know what your brand is all about and if you don't even know what you're about how does your customer know and so before you even worry about marketing and building a brand and doing all those things i think it's real important to know what what is your brand all about remember when we talked about i think what was it the second episode i think the first episode we just introduced ourselves but the second episode do you remember what it was about pedro we talked about vision having vision right okay. about
0: yeah, you're right. about totally.
1: where you're trying to go and what you're trying to do and and you know at the very beginning have vision and this is what we talk about brand right if you you got to know what your brand's all about. If you don't have that vision, how do you, you know, and then you have no direction of what your brand's all about, but all of a sudden you have vision. And then besides vision, you know, that vision leads to, well, that's what your brand's all about. You know, what, what is it you stand for? Where are you trying to get? And when you know that, and that's why that was one of the things we talked about at the very beginning. And once you know that, know what your brand stands for, you know, the image that you wanted to portray, you know, what the people, when the people think about your business, I know your coffee stand there is called Tiempo Para Café, and you know, when people think about that, what is it that you want people to think about? Do you want it to think about, oh, it's just a, uh, you know, it's like Kiosco Oxo, which people listen to saying, what in the world is that? That would be like Seven Eleven here. And here there's Seven Eleven, quick trip, racetrack, and there are places where people are just like, hey, you go get your quick coffee, get some gas, get some quick coffee and it's quick on the go convenience stores. And it's like, is that what you want people to think you are, is just that quality? Or do you want them to think that, oh, you're the, you know, gourmet, that you do it well? Well, you have to decide what is it the image you want people to, when they think about your business, what do you want them to think about? So Pedro, I'll let you speak for your brand. What is it you want people, the customer to think about when people hear about your coffee stand? What do you want them to think about? Who do they want to think you are?
0: Just uh, before I even say anything, uh, I just want to make sure you said racetrack or racetrack. I didn't. know. <laughs> <laughs> no, the the second one sounds better. Racetrack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about, though. Oh, um. So yeah, that's that's very. And I never, to be honest, uh, when I did open, and when I I actually was looking for the name brand, I wasn't. You know, to be honest, um, before I even start, I might switch it because. I don't know if I should say it or not, but i go ahead and say it. I'm all transparent, 100%, 100%. So I think there, this uh, Tiempo de Cafe is already taken. I don't know, to be honest, I haven't checked it out. I will check it out though. But what I'm trying to say here is when I started this, um, when I started this, I was like, man, what should I name it and why? But I never thought of how important it was. You know, I never just like, it's a very important uh, part of the business. I never thought about it like that, but I was like, okay, I used to have a place called. I used to have a business, uh, and in two or three months, it, it went out. I had, a you know, it was a good everything, uh, um, the um, the concept. But anyways, it was called uh tiempo de Alitas, You know, uh wing time, or you know, I used to sell wings and all that stuff. And another, uh, we are talking about five years ago. Well, anyways, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to call it tiempo de cafe. But I was like, why should I call it tiempo de cafe? I remember calling it tiempo de Alitas because. I was like, "It's tiempo de you know. It's time for wings, you know. I just, I was like, I just wanted people to just be easy on the, on their, on them, for them to say it, and then they could promote it. Like, "Oh, let's go to," you know, uh "time for wings," you know. That's that was the, the, I was, I was, <laughs> that's what I was called. Sorry, guys, too many, co- too much coffee on my system. And so, <laughs> so tiempo de café. I was like, tiempo. Why, you know? I was like, it because it, it's. Time for some good coffee, you know, it's time for some quality coffee. And it's time, you know, for some people to get some real good quality coffee and on the go. You know, so that that's why I was like, Yeah, it makes sense. It makes totally sense. So uh people don't have time, you know. Uh but and, and if they do, they'll have like a minute or two, or whatever. But they could, you know, go ahead and, and I'm where I'm at, there's a there's there it's it's like a pass passway. Go to the the freeway, so it's a real, ra- it's a real nice, you know, way. It's a it's a good place for me to put myself in. So uh, tiempo de café, time for coffee. So I was like, you know, I want people to just to, uh, be. I want to be known for a uh, a a place where they could stop for some good coffee on the go, like some real good coffee and real good service. So everything is just, you know, everything's good. That's basically yeah. what.
1: Well, that's good. And and so imagine, Pedro, if you said, OK, you want people to stop for quality coffee and then all of a sudden you served real cheap quality coffee. Well, that doesn't give you the image you want. So all of a I sudden, do. right, you know, you know what you want your image to portray. And so you're going to say, well, in order for me to do that, you just said a couple of things. Oh, I got to serve a quality coffee. Second, I need to give a good service. Because mm-hmm. like you said, a lot of times people are, hey, they don't make time or they're in a hurry, this or that. But all, but and then all of a sudden people start enjoying what they're doing. And people actually make time to go get their coffee if they enjoy it, if they like it, they enjoy not only the quality of the coffee, but they also enjoy uh, the conversations. You, you talk to me a lot and, you know, we've experienced a lot in the past in business we've worked together in. And what I did uh, with Café Bean is that we got to know a lot of people, conversations. So all of a sudden people just enjoyed uh, being there. And so people make time for what they enjoy. So before maybe they were too much in a hurry. They weren't. Uh, didn't make time to have coffee because either the quality wasn't good, you know, they didn't, it wasn't the service, they weren't the same experience, and all of a sudden they found something they really like, and people actually make time to do those things. And so all of a sudden you build a brand and people start thinking about, well, why should we go to this uh, Tempo Para Café? Well, we go there because, hey, we like the quality, we like the service, we like Pedro, he's friendly, and we just like the whole environment, the atmosphere. And you said right now, you know, you have some regulars, a, a guy that, you know, now he started, you know, he had seen your spot. He came one time and now he's come several days in a row. And, you know, all of a sudden you've got a guy who never made time to, um, you know, pour the coffee. And the next thing you know it now, he's making time to come every day. Right.
0: Yeah, exactly. So that's uh, that's 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 good. And then you uh, you feel good about it as well. You're like, man, that's that's pretty cool. You know how I could just bring some good good uh, quality coffee to somebody that doesn't really have the time and to be honest, that I helped him out. Well, I didn't help them out, but I mean, the whole situation, I guess the whole thing, it attracts and he, now he makes time to get some good quality coffee. And at the same time, uh, we just catch up a quick five minute catch up and that's pretty cool. You know, that makes my day and I'm pretty sure that that makes his day as well. Yeah. We
1: also, you know, as we started thinking about what our brand was going to be like, we wanted to really be known as a place that is doing everything from scratch that you know freshness and so everything's gonna be fresh from the coffee being roasted and then also you know making all our pastries our desserts and then we just make everything from scratch you know our the stuff in our kitchen so just all the way around we want people to know that we're about freshness and then as you said pedro with tiempo para café we also want people to understand that we're we're, they're going to get a different service from us so a high quality service they're going to have a great experience and so Real similar to what you're talking about, quality service that we want them to understand that you know that that's what they can expect here, and really expect it much different than what they might see in other places. And then lastly, that we just want that we we always believe in being a part of the community, giving back, and so just the idea of where we buy our coffee from that they're that the farmers that we buy from are getting treated fairly. If it's also from. You know, a relationship with employees, giving people opportunities to grow as workers and then just being involved in the community. So that's what we always said. You know, we want our brand to be viewed as somebody who's involved in the community that helps out, that's quality, that's service. And so as we think about what our brand stands for, that's what we came up with. And that leads us to what we, you know, when we think about if you know what your brand is about, the next thing you got to think about, one, then who's going to be your customer? Does your customer uh, that's going to appreciate that. that is going to look for that? And so I think that's a lot of the times we don't think about who your customer is. We just start marketing. We start uh, reaching people and how, you know, sometimes if we don't get the right customer, it doesn't really matter. Uh, I don't know, Pedro, if you've seen on maybe your Facebook or, you know, people who watch your Facebook lives and so forth. It's cool when a lot of people like something or, you know they like your page, but have you ever stopped to think about how many of those people are, will truly potentially be a customer? I don't know if you've
0: thought about that in your business. well, my mom gives me likes all the time, so potential <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she makes you feel good, right? <laughs> yeah, she hits yeah, she always knows what to to do no, but uh yeah i mean it's 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 right because uh like you said, some people just uh. They'll hit a like or something and then they might not even stay around for the whole five minutes or whatever you or for the whole post or whatever. but uh, most of them like like Lee was saying, you know you have to you have to know your customer and knowing your customer is basically uh, n- narrow it down write, write down a piece of paper what kind of customer would you like or who is your customer? And then from there you could target or right people or you could know who who are the people you could uh, go ahead and uh, and market to. So you don't have to just, so they could be all like a uh, ghost. Cause basically that's what's happening. Like you'll put a post out, right. And then mainly the family will like, like it or whatever, but you know, um, you have to know who you, who, who is your customer so you could know how to market it and and all the other good stuff. Yeah. Because
1: I sit here and think about it, If we were just trying to be popular, you know, you think about uh, somebody who's a social media star, uh, um, a YouTube story, it's all great. I understand you can make money from that, but if that's not what you're trying to do, it doesn't do any good. Just that people like watching your videos and nobody ever shows up to buy your product. And then what good does it do on your business page? You know, it's one thing is, uh, you know, just your personal page. If you want to entertain people, that's great. But your business page should be about supporting your business. It's not just about entertaining people, but it should be about growing your business, getting people to know your business, and so if you're not attracting the right customers and then it's a lot of wasted energy and so we can spend all this time wasting energy or be so focused on just getting likes and how many people like our page, how many people watch our videos or like our posts and that's all great but if it doesn't result in you achieving your goal, your like we talked about your vision, achieving, you know, making your brand be what it is, and then what good did all that do? And then it's just not re- it's just wasted time and energy. And so, have you thought about, Pedro, who is your customer for your for your coffee stand? Who, who are you trying to reach?
0: Trying to reach people in Mars, you know, people out of this world. <laughs> <laughs> I something about what you said, like, you could have so many likes. I remember back then when, uh, when I used to start making the YouTube videos. Uh, by the way, I have over, like, Spanish, I have over 400 vid- uh, videos. In English, I have over 200 or something like that. But uh, I remember I used to be like I used to just uh, go to anybody's uh, videos and say like for like or or uh, so sub sub for sub, and then I used to and then they'll sub right they'll subscribe to me and I'll subscribe to them, but then like a year passed I'm like doesn't make no sense because that was not even the market that I you know, that I'm over here um, trying to you know trying to sell something or whatever. So that didn't make no sense. Like Lisa, it's just a waste of time that you like me and I like you and, you know, sub or sub like this. I mean, it's good in the beginning because it's just numbers. You know, you'll be you'll have a lot of subs. But at the end, it don't make no sense. Like I'd rather have one real, real sub than 100 fake subs, you know. So yep. and, and I mean, I mean, subscribe, not subway. I'm not hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Mm-hmm. But the people that the you know the the, the customer that I wanna uh, who 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 are, who are my customers? Well, one i you know uh, it's coffee to go, so it's people that don't really have time. People that they don't have the time. Let's just say I don't know what the case is. Let's say they gotta take the kids to do, you know to uh to wherever they take care. of. I don't know how you say it. You know the that day, uh, to the daycare or uh-huh, to school daycare. or whatever. Daycare school. You know with all this uh, the pandemic going on, I don't think they have to take them. But you know. Uh, let's say they're busy, they gotta, you know, go to, uh, their home office, you know, they, Oh, and they don't have time to make the coffee or whatever, or some good coffee or whatever. And, uh, or the coffee place, it's real far. And now that I, you know, put myself in that location, now it's more closer to them. So now they, they, you know, they get to choose where to go, but the customer that I think is, uh, you know, a very potential is people that don't have too much time. Another one is just you know basically uh, people that like coffee, that good good quality good coffee, you know uh, special special coffee, and that that'll probably be another customer. And um and obviously the I mean pretty much everybody likes coffee, but not everybody is willing to pay one hundred thousand for a cup. No, nobody's you know yeah. not, <laughs> you know there's people that are not gonna they're they'll they'll say oh it's good coffee and then they'll never come. Maybe it's the price maybe it's the, i don't know i don't know to be honest i don't i don't, I don't know what to say it can't be me cuz yeah and my and service is, is real good
1: uh-huh and that's important what you were just saying because you will find those people who they're just not going to buy from you mm-hmm. and the worst thing to do is to waste your energy trying to win a customer that's never going to be your customer i mm-hmm. remember when we were in in montanillo I, I would get everybody says oh well you should sell more of this and that because they sell that over there and a lot of people buy it and I remember thinking about it, it's like, do I really, am I? is that the customer I'm really trying to bring over here? Because if I am trying to bring that customer, I remember a lot of it were um, uh, iced drinks. Uh, I won't say the name of the company, uh, but they have a, a little uh, green logo. And, uh, and they sell a lot of uh, things that kind of sound like a frappe, but they're a little longer word. Anyways, they're they're like, oh, you know, you need to sell this flavor, that flavor, because that's the one they sell, and everybody buys it, and this and that. And I, I remember used to think, I was like, I'm not, that's not what I'm trying to be. I was like, I'm opening a place because I'm trying to be what they don't have, because I hated the coffee there, it, I didn't like the way it tasted, it wasn't my style. Other people do like it, and that's fine. And so I never went over the customer that likes that one. Uh, I can, and why try to be like somebody else when that's not who I was trying to be? And so, like you said, just if they don't buy it, doesn't mean you change just to make them buy it. It's like you said, they're were they never gonna be your customer. So quit trying to put the energy and the effort into making them your customer, but find out who you really want to be your customer. You want the customer who's gonna taste and say, oh, I appreciate the good flavor. I appreciate the good taste. I appreciate the quality. I appreciate the service. And I'm willing to maybe come a little further. Maybe the first time they get there because they are actually you're close by. But they're saying, I'm willing to keep coming back here or they move later on and they live further away. But they're still willing to come back because they said, no, I've, I like what you serve. So I'm willing to come over here and pass other places to get to you because I like you know the service, the quality, whatever it is that you, uh, you know, they, that they, they're attracted to. And so you found there once you find who is your customer, the customer who does appreciate what you're trying to do. They're willing to either, like you said, pay more, drive further, uh, do things that others won't. And that's who you try to market to. Because you're trying to market to that person who just wants the cheapest price. Unless you're willing to sell cheap, you're, they're not going to come back. They may, like you said, they might like it, but maybe they're just not the price they want to pay. So they'll keep going to the convenience store where it's cheaper because it's cheaper. And so uh, knowing who your customer is, is very important. Uh, because when you start marketing and get enough following the worst thing to do is have people following you who will never be your customer, no matter what you do. And so popularity, isn't the, isn't the goal. Uh, it's that all that does is make your ego grow big and make you feel like you're great because everybody likes how many likes you have followers you have, but that doesn't grow a business. And so, Um, marketing to the right customer. And and those are things that you can do to figure that out. But I think before you, you don't go and ask your customer what they want. You need to find out what kind of customer you're trying to attract and do the things that are gonna attract that particular customer. And that leads us to the next thing that we think is very important is like I said, you know your brand, you know who your customer is. And then the first thing you can do without spending any money at all, is it sell your product yourself. I sit here and think about who else is going to be more excited about a product than you are. If you can't sell your product, who else is going to sell it? So I think that's one of the most important things is are you willing to talk about your product with people who you, who you come across and are you, are you able to get them excited because you're excited about your product? And so uh, it doesn't cost anything. You may have to pay somebody else to talk about your product, but it doesn't cost anything for you to talk about it yourself. And so always talking to people, about your product, about what you have. You don't have to sell them, but they should get excited about it just because you're excited about it. And I know Pedro doesn't have a hard time getting excited. I'm sure you get your customer excited about what you're doing. No. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and I was thinking about, you told me a couple of stories, and I think this would be a good spot. Maybe you could tell a couple of those stories. Um, You know, just about your customers, like your tiempo para café. I know you were talking about that you you do these little messages on the the coffee sleeves and you know have a little board where you write things down, but you know how how you some of your customers are excited about you know because of the energy you bring and what you share with them, how they get excited about your product,
0: yeah, I mean there's so many stories, but uh real back like touching on that uh on the on the, on that is that uh one time I did a Facebook live talking about you're not the person you're, you're not the person you're, you're not yet the person you're going to become. Something like that. It's in Spanish. I'm going, I'm just trying to, you know, uh, translate real fast. So you're not the person you're, you're still not the person you're going to be. So, you know, I I did a Facebook live in Spanish. So what happened is, uh, live and she came that day, like 30 minutes later, she came and she's like, you know what? I saw your Facebook live and that's what I just needed. I just needed I just needed to hear that. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Like your the, your Facebook live you said. Like I just needed to hear that sentence. And I was like, what? And that was crazy. And then she bought she bought uh she bought like a, a bag of coffee or two hundred two hundred fifty gram of coffee. So it was a good sell. Like I was I wasn't even trying to. I wasn't trying to, but at the same time, I, I was branding my my you know, I was branding my
1: uh mm-hmm. people may not pedro people may not know but what's kind of your your tagline what do you i know your name your business is uh tempo para cafe but what is your tagline to, for your business so that they kind of get the how this goes with your branding
0: mm-hmm. so it's uh tempo de cafe and then in the bottom it says uh ca- cafe que te motiva which is coffee that motivates you but people i mean yeah but i'm not i'm not talking about the, the coffee motivation i'm just saying that behind that good uh, tasty, good quality coffee. There's a there's a message there, and then maybe that message won't get to you that day. But you know, I'm I'm willing and I'm hoping one day some message I'm reading I I read down on the on the coffee sleeve that it'll, it'll 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 come to you and then it'll help you take that step. So basically, that's that's my that's my that that's what I'm and, doing right now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think about that's your tagline. You know, we're thinking about your brand and so so forth. And you said, hey, coffee that motivates you. And like you said, it's not necessarily oh, just because they drink this cup of coffee, they're going to be motivated. Uh, which coffee can do that to you? Yeah, it does motivate me, but that's not the only—that's not what you literally mean, right? Is but but you're just saying it's that experience they have with you. Do they come away inspired? I think a lot of that has to do with your energy. You you have a lot of energy. You have a you're able to motivate people. You're able to encourage them, and and people feed off of that. And so what we're talking about here is if you can't sell your brand yourself, I think a lot of it has to do, you. your energy sells your brand. Yeah, and so you, you're able to motivate them, get them excited about your product. And some people may not even have thought about coffee or anything else, but they see Pedro and they, they see your excitement, you see your motivation, your phrases that you share with them, the videos you share with them, and, and it gets them excited. And what, like you said, I mean, that's just free publicity is mm-hmm. if you can't sell your product and get people excited yourself and then who, who else is going to do it better than you. And so I think it's one of those things is be willing to start talking about your product, sell it, you know, that it fits with your brand. And like for you, whether you said coffee that motivates you. And I think that's what you do with people in, in person on videos and everything else. And so who can be the, who's the, your best spokesman, who, who can be your best spokesperson uh, for your business? exactly it's pedro yes <laughs> so <laughs> we're all gonna hire pedro to be our spokesperson <laughs> and, and, and
0: something and and like for example i was talking to one of my one of my friends and he actually owns a barbershop and he and he's like man the barbershop has been lonely and i asked him well, what do you think is missing and he's like i don't know i i don't know it's my opinion i think there's uh marketing you know you need to market it like I, he's like i do i i put facebook live i put uh, you know, uh, I do, uh, stories and what's up. I'm like, yeah, but you need more, you, need why they should come to their barbershop. I mean, cause he has a, he has a really nice barbershop. He has like top of the line chairs and, and everything's top of the line, you know? And it's like four or five businesses where I'm from, where I'm at. But, you know, I told him you got to market you just, and then I'll help him out some way, somehow how to market. But anyways, what I'm saying is some people say, some people always tell me, I don't know nobody or, you know, or whatever. So something I always try to do is at least every day meet three new people like out of the blue. I don't know. Let's just ask for the time. It doesn't matter if you have a cell phone, but meet three new people every day. And if you meet three new people every day in a month will be 90 in a year will be a thousand eighty. And in five years will be five thousand four hundred. So don't tell me you don't know anybody. All you got to do is talk to three people. You know, don't not don't be weird about it. You know, just like, for example, in the coffee shop. Like they'll come to me. I'll talk to them. Like today, I I get to meet this lady called Micaela, and then I just you know broke the ice. Oh, that's my aunt, that's my aunt's name, and that's like a song in Spanish, like Micaela, Micaela, you know. But uh, so I broke the ice. <laughs> you know, I broke the ice. Now we're now she's you know she's a she's a client, and then I got to get her number. Now that's another person I could market. But uh, what I'm saying is, if you don't know who to market or you don't know who to talk to, go ahead and start making you your friends
1: yeah and and you're just saying you find it anybody who's willing to listen to you you're you communicate with them you market them you, they learn about your business not because you're you don't go and sell them all a cup of coffee right mm-hmm. but what you do is you communicate with them you get to know them they they start feeding off of your energy they start learning and they want to know about your business and what you're doing and they get drawn into what you're doing because who doesn't like to be around people who have energy and who are excited I think about certain businesses that stick out in my mind, and and the ones that really stick out to me a lot of times there's the, when you walked into them, and either it was an owner or a worker or somebody who was a staple there that was always there, the you know that energy that they would bring. I know one of my one of my sons, Josh, he worked at a pizza place in Lubbock uh, for a while, and uh, the the guy who was the original owner, he still worked there, but he's not the owner anymore. But you, when he was there, it was something else because he was just like he had the he's an Italian guy, older man. He had the accent and he would talk to you, you know, traditional Italian accent, but he was just a funny man. You know, he would just uh, always talking to you very outgoing, had this big personality. And so you walked in there and he, he, he created that, you know, there was something different when he was there and in, in, in that business with him, he created that and it was him, you know, it, he, he was the one that brought that. And I think you can think of other business you've been to where you think about that big personality there that, people were drawn to, and that can go a long ways to growing your business. It's just having that person who has that energy that, and it, who can, you know, really bring something to that business and who better to do it than yourself. And you bring that to your business, it's going to draw people in. People are going to be excited about it. And they're going to want to know about your product and what you do. And they're going to want to consume from you just because uh, uh, they're drawn by people. I think we, we all like to be, you know, around people who are motivated and excited. And so you can be your biggest spokesperson and the next one. And now this one is like, you can't reach everybody. So to a certain extent, but that's a starting point. If you can't do that and then it's like, man, it's going to get expensive when you got to pay for your thing. But the next one we're going to talk about is just building a communication line with your customer. And the first thing you might be thinking about, Oh yeah, I use Facebook or I use Instagram or I use Twitter. I use whatever. And I, you know, I communicate with my customer that way well that's not what we're talking about because how many remember i don't know pedro if you remember how much easier was it four five six seven eight years ago when you put something out on social media and almost everybody you were connected with would see it they would all you know view it you might get a lot of likes you might especially as a business you know you would get a lot of what they call reach and what happened? What's the difference between back then and and now? Have you noticed a difference when you post stuff now versus it uh, used to be years ago?
0: Yeah, well, well, I mean, I don't know if I'm right or wrong, but I always I'm always right. No, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I remember, like you said, there was. I mean, back then you used to you you used to have a lot of a lot of reach, a lot of movement, everything. You know, every second or every minute you'll have like a like or whatever. But nowadays, I guess, just it's just too many. I don't know if it's too many um, too too many people trying to make have a business and so or like all these things going on like the mams or you know there's a lot of things going on in social media that they're you're they're not paying attention to you know, no more or obviously uh, let's say Facebook now Facebook uh, their goal or their you know wherever they however they make the income is by you paying ad so now you know it's not the same.
1: What you got to remember is that they're an advertisement company. Mm-hmm. They're in a the business to make advertisement money. They're they're not in a business to for you to, you know, communicate with your friends and, you know, post funny pictures and all that. They let you do it, but they're, they want whatever's out there. They want to be able to, how to, what they call monetize it, is make money off of it. And how do you make money off of it? The stuff that people want to see uh, that, you know, there, there's, you know, an ad in there somewhere mixed in, or, or the other is that if you want people to see your stuff that you pay for more people to see it. And so all of a sudden now it's moved by money. And so that, that game got real expensive right away. And so if you want to build it, that's your main communication with your customer, guess what? That's going to be very expensive. You better have a big budget, uh, so that you can keep paying and, and guess what's going to happen next year. Well, you the same amount of money is probably not going to reach the same amount of people. It's going to cost a little more, and the year after that, and it's just going to get more and more expensive. So, if social media is not it, what do you think is the way to communicate with your customer? And that's a question for you, Pedro.
0: That's a question for me. Okay. Yeah, there, well, there's different ways. For example, here and in in Mexico, I mean, I don't know. I think in the states, I don't know if it, WhatsApp it's a real big thing over there. My brothers have it because of me. Explain
1: real, quick what, explain real quick what it is, because there's probably some people who know what it is, but there's a lot of people here who don't know WhatsApp. And just, um, though it is run by Facebook, but it's not the same thing where, you know, you got followers and this and that. Uh, explain a little bit what, what, what WhatsApp
0: is. WhatsApp is WhatsApp? No, it's where <laughs> it's at. <laughs> it's where it's, oh, basically, what it is is just an app where you get to... Just an a, like a chat app, and it's been it's been uh, been modified every time. So I remember back then, all you all you could do is just send text, and then images, and then that's about it. Now you could just you know you could have stories, and then just like Facebook, yeah, you could have uh, you could send like a message to like a thousand people at once. You could there's a lot of things you could do. So it's just basically what it's a it's a chat app, you know, but it's been growing, and but the uh- I guess you want
1: a little bit so people understand it's really based on context, right? You have Mm -hmm. contacts in in your, and so, so though it is social media, but you can control a lot more because if you have a friend that you meet somewhere, Hey, give me your, your, you have their phone number, their WhatsApp, you know, what their phone numbers, their WhatsApps Mm -hmm. tied to once you set them up as a contact in your phone, your WhatsApp, the app, you know, knows it and you can communicate with them. It's kind of like a text message or something like that, right? It just, you can do more things in it. So you can still control it as long as you have the context, right? You, you, you can, you know, reach who you want specifically. You don't hope it gets them. You can specifically send it to, you know, a person or a group of people. And you know it's going to get there if you send it to them. So, so that they see how this is different than just like Facebook or, you know, um, or if it comes, you know, to Twitter or Instagram. And so a lot of people make so use WhatsApp, don't they?
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's what's happened. It's been growing a lot. And another one, it's uh, it's, it's just a old school, not that it's not really old school, but yeah. So the email, you know, email marketing. And and people think it's old school and they think a lot of people think, oh, that used to be the old way, but
1: that's actually the, probably the mm-hmm. single best way to communicate with your
0: Because everybody has email and I mean, like nobody has WhatsApp that much, but everybody has an email. Maybe you might have like a... Three. I remember. I have like four or five emails, and you know, like Pedro, uh, uh is the best. Two thousand nineteen. I'm sorry. Two thousand nine. <laughs> oh man. So everybody sent
1: Pedro is the best. Uh, email today.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but but I sit here and think about, you know, people say it's not effective and say, oh, nobody checks their email anymore. And that may be true. People don't regularly check the email anymore. Right. Check text messages or whatever. But I know that I check I'm signed up for, you know, some certain email list. And when it's products that I'm interested in, it's a company I'm interested in. It's somebody who actually, you know, is given something to me that um, adds value to me. Either that I'm learning something from, or they have a product I'm interested in. They provided me information that I regularly want. Uh, guess where? Guess if what? I'll go and check my email. I want them to send me an email because I want to. I want to know what they, uh, what information they're sharing or what they have. I want to keep up to date. And so the the key here is why does it work? It only works is if you're providing value to your customer. And to, and think about you know how can we add value to our customer? You have, Pedro, what are some of the ways we can add value to our customer, you know, no matter what we do, if it's a WhatsApp, if it's an email or whatever we do, how can we add value to our customer?
0: There's many ways we could add value. For example, I used to, uh, uh, for example, uh, there's so many things in my head right now, guys, so I've got to think about. So, but for example, just, you know, uh, share, good information. You know, it could be, it could be facts. It could be something or it could just be some sort of helper. But like, for example, I used to, I used to make a, uh, I haven't made a videos in a while, but when I used to make videos, uh, for example, I'll like a, like a tutorial video or something like that. And then what happened was, uh, that video that helped so many at one, at one time at, at that time, um, now I have their information, right? Let's say I have their information. Now if I send another video on their email, like they will they would um they will appreciate it. You know, like you said, now you just basically gotta add value to it, add value and and basically that's basically it.
1: Yeah, because it, you know, that's a good example you just gave is you think about tutorial. When mm-hmm. some so if you're teaching somebody, you know, how to uh step by step how to do a certain thing. Um, we'll give an example. We we like coffee. We're involved in coffee. If I say I'm going to make a tutorial how to make a v- V60 pour over coffee and I'm going to do a quick tutorial to teach you how to do it. Well, guess what? Um, if you like that, if I send you a, another email next week and just give you another little tip, you're going to be interested and say, hey, he shows me how to do things. You know, it's, so you think about what is a tutorial that educates you, teaches you something new. Maybe just exposes you something. Maybe it's just entertaining. It could be a variety of things. But when you but when you add value to the customers, you know they they feel like they're growing from whatever you're providing them. They're better because of what you're what you're sending them. Either they know a little more. It helps them solve a problem they have. And so that they actually invite you in when you add value to them. Where the opposite is, I was recently. I've been having a lot more activity on my LinkedIn account. Um, I've been using it a little more to get tied into other people, you know, either who I've worked with in the past or in the coffee industry, things like that, or entrepreneurs. And one of the things that annoys me the most is that all these people see I'm a business owner, that what I'm doing, and then what they're doing is all of a sudden they, they send me uh, to connect with me. And I'm, all, you know, I'm one of those. that I think it's good to grow, especially in LinkedIn. You, you don't have to know everybody. You're growing a network. You know, maybe like-minded people, things who do work in similar things you do, things like that. And so I think in those instances, you know, you know, in LinkedIn you don't necessarily have to personally know anybody. I think you know, some people want to know everybody, but you don't. But the one thing that annoys me the most is somebody wants to connect with me, and the first thing they do. Is oh we provide this service and we would like to take ten minutes to talk to you about our what we can offer you. It's like I don't even know them and right away they're already selling to me. They haven't added value to my life. They haven't given me any useful information. They haven't done anything that I feel like that you know why maybe I mean you know I sh- you know they can help me out and then they're immediately already and I don't even know who they are personally and then next thing you know it they're already trying to sell me something where. If I got to know them a little bit, followed them a little bit on their LinkedIn activities, saw what they know and say, oh man, this person knows what they're talking about. They're pretty good. They, they're they very informed of what they do. And then they wanna offer a service to me. I'd probably be more interested because I would already seen them, got to know them and it's not as pressured. And so I think more than anything else, don't sell people in your communication, add value to them. And when you add value to them, I think the sales will come automatically. You don't have to sell anything. And I know you mentioned a couple of friends you had that you said one guy or a couple of people, you know, they made the how you were talking about how you felt the different approach. You know, when both actually price sell a lot of things, but how you felt differently, one's approach for the other. could You want to quickly just talk about that that experience you had?
0: Yeah. And, uh, and it's happening right now. I mean, not right now, but uh, there's this guy. He's, you know, that I'm well, anyways, let me go to a story fast, and I'll, I'll mention that. But, for example, there's there's this guy, right, that. Uh, it doesn't matter what business he's in or whatever. Right now, let's say he's in a, uh, uh, he's in a MLM, um, MLM? Is it, no, the yeah. red, is it MLM? Yep, multi-level marketing, yeah, yeah. MLM. MLM, so, um, and then he does them real good. Why? Because he brings value. He's he you, if you come in my team, I'm gonna help you grow. And he says it some way, somehow, so, confidence that you're like, man, he's going to help me. And, and guess what? I, I, I went and worked with him just because of that. And maybe the, it didn't didn't work out, but for me, whatever time I was there and all the money I invested, it was well worth it. I learned so much from him. Uh, And then he's throwing another business. I want to go in, but I'm like, no, I mean, that's not the way, that's not the business I want to go in. But, but what I'm saying is that but but lot. i
1: think what you're saying he really supports the people and and helps mm-hmm. the people who who team mm-hmm. up with him right that's what he brings to you and that's where you're saying even then you said hey this business is doing now maybe it's not what i want to do but just because of the way he is and how he supports you it makes you actually say you know i would you know actually think about it maybe you don't do it but you think about it just because of support and what he brings to the people who partner with him right
0: Mm-hmm. and then the other hand there's this guy that uh that he 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 came in with me, he, he signed up with me on my team, right? And now he left the the MLM and then he was trying to sign me up on one of his. And I was like, you know what? At the moment I don't want I don't I don't want any. And it was same it was the same thing. It was just the cheaper version of whatever the program was. And he got mad. He's like, "Hey, I joined you. Now you got to join me." I'm like, what? "What? You know?" And I'm like, "I'm not gonna join because you join me. I mean, I don't, you don't bring no value to me. You're not. You're not even saying nothing to me." So uh, now he's trying to get me another one, and he's just being sending a message to his message. I'm like, "Dude," I'm like, ah, "You know, I'm not. I told him I'm not gonna get in it right now. I, I might get in it, or I might think about it two or three months, back. but you know." But anyways, those kind of those type those those type of things, you know, they don't they don't work. So. At the end, you know, like we, t- we said, be a student, help out, uh, go ahead and a lot of education and people will-, will just buy automatically at the end. You know, your product will sell automatically at the end if you do all of those steps.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because like you said, uh, when you're adding value, people want to want to be tied to you like the guy you said that supports the people who, who team up with him when you, when you support whoever it is and you know, we're not talking about multi-level marketing, just in your, in the people, you know, in your business, when you, when you add value to your customer and they feel like, you know, they get a better experience, you know, either, either it's a service, a product, whatever you have, if you have a food item, if you have a product, if you have anything, is that if they feel like you bring something to them, you add value to them and then in the communication you have to them that they feel like, you know, even if it's fashion, if you give good fashion tips and somebody wants them to be a better dresser and your, your email market and gives a good fashion tips, you don't think those people are going to want to hear, get your emails. They're going to be looking for your emails, but it's like, Oh, they they always have good tips for me. They always teach me how to, you know, what's what colors are in for this, this season and you know, what's coming up, what's going out. And they keep me up to date. And all of a sudden, if you're interested in that, you're like, this person brings value. And then later on they're, they're more willing to, you know, buy from you if it could be either if you sell clothes or if you you know give you know uh, fashion tips or whatever you know because you they've they've grown and gotten value from you and so i think the what we're talking about here is that communicate your customer but don't communicate with the customer just to sell them something communicate your customer to add value to them and then the sales will automatically come and people will start that'll start growing your brand and that'll start growing uh, because everything you do now all of a sudden that image of your brand Will be fulfilled in your communication. Uh, if you s- want to provide quality coffee, well, guess what? Your your communication should help them improve their coffee experience, even when they make coffee at home. Hey, how to how to have a better uh, brew better coffee at home? How to buy better, What's how to pick your coffee? You know, we talked about understanding your coffee bag, all those kind of things. And so all of a sudden, you know, everything you do adds value and it grows them, but it, it still fits with your image, your branding, your vision of your company, but you have to start somewhere. And I think that's the biggest problem is sometimes we don't start anywhere. We know we have to do certain things is, you know, if it's like you said, maybe just making a decision, what does my brand stand for? Start there. Or who is my customer? If you haven't, you know, done that, but maybe you've already done those and it says, okay, are you talking about your uh, business? Are you letting people know, oh, I'm too shy, I don't do that, but letting people know, or my biggest one is the communication. And I think one of the reasons why we started saying we started this blog, I mean, not oh this blog. What blog, <laughs> bro, Pedro? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but this, pod, this podcast, right? This is our means. Uh, we have to take a step out and say, how are we gonna do this, right? And get going and and starting a podcast. So starting communication, and I think that's one of the things, start with wherever you, uh, you need to start, but start somewhere. And it doesn't have to be expensive. We talked about there's a lot of free tools. You, you know, there's free version of Mailchimp, all these other things. There's even this podcast, right? We haven't had to spend any money to get this podcast out, other than just our own, our phones, headphones. Uh, you know, get an account set up, and not that we can't spend money to make it better and improve on it. We're going to improve on it, but to get started, you didn't have. It doesn't take a lot of money invested to even get started. Sometimes we use excuses uh oh i'll do it later i don't have time or i don't have the money well a lot of it's just making a decision to be committed to doing it why it's important to your business
0: exactly guys if you hear little noises around it's because i'm getting ready to hit the job but uh we're here tripping over chairs and tables like i'm wrestling but uh (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so that so so
1: pedro before we close up because we got to let you get to your job you have any <laughs> ideas, any comments, anything you want to leave with our audience, anything you want to uh,
0: let them know? Yes, guys. Yes, I do. Uh, I don't know everything, but what I do know, I do know. But um, something I do know is one, well, I have two things. One, uh, it's very important, I think, and I, I, I learned this from Lee, is to like. Like your business, like, like what you're going to sell, like, because that will automatically just sell, like, you will sell automatically, just like your business, like what you're going to sell, and like your logo, like, like we were talking about, you know, all that, because if you say, oh, I want to have a business, and just to have it, like, sell tamales or tacos, it's good, but... I don't know. You might not even have fun and, you know, you'll just spend the rest of your life selling tacos and you'll never find out the beauty of having a business. But and then the second one is if you're not having any uh, reactions or you're not having any. Uh, if, if your business is stuck, basically, you know, take a step back, take a step back and be like, hey, what's going on here is kiss fishy around here. And um, so to step back. And figure out what's wrong what, what do you need like and like i go ahead and mention my my friends this like he is he has top of the line everything's top of the line He's, you know he, the barbers are good they i have i have a right now they i have a cut from them you know it's it's good cut everything's good so what's missing step step back step back and you know we we get like four or five points so step back in each of these points we mentioned and figure out what what, what you're missing maybe the logo it's not it's not there maybe you know maybe the, the 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 customer you're not you know you're not attacking the right not attacking literally you know but you're not direct <laughs> you're not directing to your customer maybe it's it's the third one we mentioned maybe it's the fourth one or maybe it's the last one communication maybe i'm not bringing any value why should they why they should they should come to your barber you know why they this or why that why your coffee because there's so many coffees out there there's so many barbers out there there's so many Taco stands out, but why you? Maybe that's the right quest, the right question we should all ask each other: Why me? And I think that's a good
1: way to end it, Pedro. That if you ask yourself, if you why you, why should the customer pick you? And if you can't answer that question, and then it goes back to what you just said. Maybe you need to take a step back, examine it, ask yourself some of these questions, saying, Hey, what is my brand all about? Why me? Why should they pick me? What is my brand about? uh do i have the right customer do do i sell my my brand to to the people i meet Uh, when i say sell the brand talk about it let people know about it let them you know market it right do you market your brand yourself to the people i meet? am i communicating trying to get word out to people to, to know about me and uh am i bringing value because i think if you do all those things and when you ask yourself why me it's because The I have what people are looking for. I have what my customer is looking for and not only do I have it They know about it. So I'd like that Pedro. Why me? Why? why should they pick? Why should they pick you
0: and guys uh, there'll be a book coming out soon 2022 so Wait for that book. Why me? (laughs) Why me?
1: (laughs) All right, so I think with that Pedro has to get to his J.O.B. So we'll let Pedro do his J O B. But any closing words, Pedro, before we get out of here?
0: Well, let me go to my J O B before I I I fire myself. No, no, we just guys think about it. If you're you're if you haven't opened a, a business yet, think about it before you do open it. Something Lee always told me, you know, I have two two projects. Which what do you like? What what do you how do you see yourself? Or and so I'm like yeah, definitely. You know, I see myself this here. So, so yeah, guys. Uh, picture yourself ten years from now. What what do you want to do? What what kind of business? You think that business you're in maybe this not it? I mean, I mean, it it could be it for the moment, you know. But like, uh, yep. So just that's that's, that's it. That's it. Before I fire myself, Lee, for real. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, you're fired, Brendan.
0: <laughs> I fire myself and then I hire myself back in.
1: <laughs> so very good right, guys well so let us know in the comments in the feedback on this episode um what are you doing to build your brand what are your ideas if you have some ideas we didn't mention here add them on let us know about it maybe we we didn't cover everything there's a lot more detail even within these steps to think about how to go and decide you know who your ideal customer is there's some great resources out there so maybe you know like I said there's We didn't answer all the questions, but just we wanted you to start thinking about the questions. So if you thought about it, you got some ideas, put it in the comments, give us some feedback, and we will continue to be on this journey with you on how to grow your business, how to make your business all it can be, and how to make you successful in whatever your particular thing is. So with
0: that, Pedro. Yes, guys, so episode seven, in and out. It's done, it's out of here, home run. So, anyways, guys, Pedro and Lee gotta go out. Lee gotta go get something to eat, maybe I don't know. And then I gotta go to work, guys. So, remember, what was the word? What was the the sentence? Who am why I? Why me? Oh yeah, why? <laughs> why me? Who are so, you, Pedro? Who so, am <laughs> who I, am, But I know where I got to be, though. All right, guys, we're well, out. So seven leaves a pleasure, my son. Likewise. <laughs> All right, guys, take care. Review us. Check us out. Uh, Check out the the picture. I'm going to go ahead and upload in a couple hours. And nothing, guys. Follow us and go ahead and give us a comment. And jump in the ocean. Jump in the ocean, dude. All right, guys. Take care. God bless. Peace out. We're out. Out.